Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay. Okay, here's one for you today. This is one that's deep inside of me. So this one right here, uh, I, I know this one very, very well. I, I want to talk to you today about success, but I want to talk to you about it like I usually do in terms of a principle of it. But I want to share something with you about it. And I was talking to my daughter about it. I've talked about my son-in-law about it, talked about it with all my children. And I'm really starting to express it to them now because, I mean, mine range from age 31 down to 16. So I'm talking to a wide range of people constantly. But I want to share something with you. And this is very, very real. And there is no way around this. If you have any aspiration of being successful, if you have any inkling that you want to change for the better and become successful in that change, I want you to realize, starting right now, the effort that is going to require. And that's why I think it stops a lot of people. I think a lot of people are never told or don't understand the sheer effort that's, that it takes to become successful at anything in any area of your life. You know, I think people think that if they do their best they can, that that'll cut it. Well, that's not enough. Here, here is the light bulb. That's not enough. If you think that doing your best is enough, 
I got news for you. It's not. Well, Steve, what if you've done your best, though, and your best ain't good enough? Well, let me ask you that same question. Hold on. If you want to be successful and you've done your best and best isn't good enough, what, you through? That's it? But, Steve, it was my best. No, 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 no. It was the best you had at that time and that particular day. But tomorrow, add something to it. You've you've never done everything. There is no you can't go no more. You can't add no more. I've seen marathon runners end up crawling across the line. I've seen triathlon people, man, just staggering in the street and didn't want nobody to help them because they knew that would disqualify them from the race. You got more. Have you ever dipped into your reserve tank? That's what we're talking about now. See, all of us have a reserve tank. You know, I, you know, on my ranch, uh, I like to ride four-wheelers. I have all-terrain vehicles. And all of them have a gas tank on it. And a gas tank, and most of mine, let me see all of them. Yeah, all of them have gas tank needles on them. And it lets me know when I get down towards E, there's a little lane that's red that lets me know, okay, Steve, you're in the danger zone now. You're riding into the lowest part of your tank. But if I keep riding and I forget to get some gas in there, guess what? When it runs out of gas, all of my all-terrain vehicles, all of them, Honda, Polaris, all of them, those are the makers, there's a button on the gas tank itself that I can click and it says reserve. That means they know that for the hardcore riders, they're going to ride somewhere and they're going to get themselves in a situation and they're going to run out of everything. They're going to run out of road. They're going to run out of gas. They've prepared because they know for the hardcore rider, every hardcore rider needs a reserve tank. And so there's a button that you can click on the gas tank that clicks it into a reserve, and it'll give you about 50 miles or 20 miles worth of gas in there. Now, guess what? In that reserve, that may be all you need to get you to where you're going or get you back to safety so you can refuel. Don't tell me you've done your best. When your best don't cut it, what you going to do? See, when best is possible, then good enough ain't enough. See, you 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 can flip that any kind of way you way you want to, but if but if the best is possible, then good enough it ain't enough, man. See, that's good enough. But if the best is possible, why would you not shoot for that? And you you are all capable of making it. You are all capable of being successful. If you change your mindset, but you've got to change your mindset and realize the effort that has to be put forth in becoming successful. You've got to do it relentlessly over and over and over and over. And every day I try to do something to progress my life for the better. I try to do something every day. I wake up every day with a plan, some phone calls, some meetings, some, 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 some interviews, Something, man, that's going to advance and move the brand forward. Because here's what's going to happen, you all. Let's say you reach your goal. Let's say your goal is to make um, $100,000. Well, I got news for you. Listen to this. When you make the $100,000, 
You can't go nowhere and go on vacation and put your hand behind your head and say, I made $100,000. Guess what you got to do? You got to find a way now to maintain that 100000 to keep it coming in. See, you can't just get there and stop and rest and whoa. It is harder to maintain your success than it is to get successful. See, let's say, let me, let me show you this. Suppose it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make $50,000. Let's say it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make an extra $50,000. And you finally, through work and effort, you get to the $50,000 mark. That's, 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 it's only just begun now. Because guess what? In order to keep the 50 coming in, you got to duplicate what you did to get there. And then, uh-oh, here's what you're going to have the audacity, being a human being, you're going to want another 50. Because you're a human being. Because you got to have something else to shoot for. Now you're going to want another 50. Well, now that guess what you got to do now. Now you got to do what you did before, for, plus you got to come up with something else. Then after that, you're going to have the audacity because you're humans. You're going to want another 50. So that's how this works. And see, that, that's, the, that, that, that's the importance of your relationship with God because you're going to constantly need it. And ain't never a point where you're going to be through needing it. But there ain't going to become a point in your life where you're going to through, through, be through want nothing unless you done just gave up. And if you done gave up, who wants that? Come on, y'all. This is going to take quite a bit of effort. And if you think it'll come to you any other way, you're sadly mistaken. Because of all the successful people I know, I know that the effort they put out on a daily basis is daunting. And I think that the average person just doesn't understand the requirement of time and effort that it takes to get there and willingness to put it out. You got to cut a lot of monkey business out your life. All that hanging out, all that late and all that clubbing, all that drinking, all that. You got to cut a whole lot of monkey business out to be successful, man. If you're planning on being successful, get up early, stay up late, work, try, think, meet, greet, smile, attract. It takes a lot. Let's go. But you can do it. God is passing out blessings all day long. Why are you not in line for yours? I'm telling you right now, I want everything God got for me. Because what he's shown me so far, whoo, if he got some more, man, oh, man, how good is God, huh? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm your man, Steve Harvey. The following people that I'm about to introduce you are just as much a part of this than I am as I am. Uh, without them, this would not be possible. With the exception of the, let me see, one, two, the third person I'll be introducing today comes with an asterisk next to his name due to the appearance, number of appearances. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Kentucky Derby, Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you, <laughs> we'll address that in just oh, a yeah. minute. <laughs> Junior. Yeah, morning. Oh, okay. Oh, Ooh. I, I taste that. Right. What's that about? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here's one with the asterisk, J. Anthony Brown. What's up, man? How you doing? Watch oh, out there okay. now. Watch All out right. Now. Little yeah. tightness over there, too. Yeah. Tommy Tom. What it do, baby boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Junior, you okay? What's you, wrong? You back, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm back. <laughs> yeah, mm. okay. Mm. He's right. upset. What's wrong, Junior? Uh, you know, you know exactly what's wrong. Let, let's yeah. just get to it. Yeah. You know what's wrong, what? Shirley. You, you know, you know what's all over social media. Yeah, yeah. What's what's all over social media? You know what's yeah. all over social media. What we've been getting calls about about everything. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What? Uh, well, first of all, you and Marjorie getting divorced. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. That first part. Tommy uh, texted me and said, hey, man, what do I say to all these people on social media <laughs> that be talking about you, man? I'm tired. Hey, man. Don't, you got don't. on my nerve. I told him, I said, hey, man, we covered. Don't quit worrying about them people. Them people out there, man, they just want to have something to talk about. I don't know why ain't nobody happy for nobody no more. Yeah. Man, don't nobody want to see nobody make it? And let me tell you something else. This is black Twitter, what they call black Twitter, uh-huh. which is no such thing, according to Van Jones, because black people own. don't own Twitter. Right. They just be but, on it so much, they have a little argument amongst themselves, and they call it black Twitter. But, but it, Steve, the people who call us aren't on black Twitter. No. <laughs> these are just people who now read these, the tabloids. These people we know. Tabloid, right yeah. there. Tap people who read the what, Shirley? The tabloids. You need a new circle of friends. Okay. No, for real. I'm like, no. Mm. Well, it says right here. Are Steve and Marjorie? No, they trust me. They were just together. I was Let me talking tell you. to Steve. Marjorie came Man. in. Hey, baby, what's going? They're fine. I They're said, fine. Shirley, I was telling people. Not getting a divorce. I was telling people all divorce. weekend. I said, if Uncle Steve and Aunt Marjorie get a divorce. CNN gonna take they in the shade room. No, for real. <laughs> no, 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 that's, no. Listen to me. That's for true. real. But Steve, <coughs> I have to say this too. What? Your TMZ gonna tell you. Your clapback was classic. Man, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was, that good. was the best clapback ever, <laughs> ever. We ain't got no more money. <laughs> well, when was you gonna tell me? <laughs> you gotta take this back, <laughs> baby. We gotta take all this stuff back. Oh, and we ain't got no money. <laughs> I tell you what. Money. We'll play it. <laughs> we'll play it when we come back. Yeah. And I want to talk about the Kentucky Derby because, we gotta man, talk oh, I got to send out yeah. big love to Louisville, Kentucky. It was my first one, and we got to talk about that, too, because Louisville, Kentucky yeah. set it out. Okay, and you ran into Chris Tucker. We'll talk about oh, all man. this when we come back. Yeah, Coming up at 32 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So when we went to break, we were talking about how it's all over social media, all in the tabloids and everywhere that you and Marjorie were getting a divorce. I don't, and, I don't, I don't, I don't. And I, you have no money. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I do not get it. I don't know why people are not happy for one another. I just I don't get it anymore, man. I don't know what people want, man. They, they, do they not want to see nobody make it? Where did it come from, man? From anywhere, bruh. The internet is full of lies. If you if you get your information off the internet and tabloids, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But Steve, I have to say, despite all that, despite all the phone calls we all received about your divorce and everything, you had the best clapback ever. And oh, it was good it now. Oh, it was funny. Oh, you you had the best clapback ever. Funny, Can man. we play some of that? And, we have that clip. And and it was huh? no rehearsal. <laughs> no, it was fun. It was, it was no. greatness, though. It was greatness, I tell you. My Let's son walked up, and we uh-huh. rolled. Let's go. <laughs> I was getting a divorce. I just read that online. Is that true? 
Yeah, I heard that too. You leaving me? We get a divorce. You leaving me? I mean, I I read it, well, but well, so. But if you leaving, when was you gonna tell me? I didn't know I was leaving. <laughs> I just found out I was leaving. I I just read it online. I read it too. Where you reading at? I don't know. I read it somewhere. Well, when they say we getting a divorce though? I don't know, Stephen. When we supposed to be getting one? They said y'all was getting ready to do it right now. Again? They say we broke too. We ain't got no money. You all got the, you got to take all it back. How y'all know the war? We y'all got a filter on this where we can change the color where it look like she ain't wearing. See what she gonna do, baby? I mean, I mean we ain't got no money. money. All the money go. That's what the, that's what they said. Hold, wait a minute, hold on. I gotta go did, tell did them. Did you spend all of it or I spent all of it? You spent the money. They said spent you spent all, all of it. You ruined <laughs> us. And I'm gonna tell you something else. I gotta go talk to this pilot and tell him we gotta get the hell out of here because they we can't Baby, fly we on just, that plane. We just got to the derby. Yeah, but we got to go now because we ain't got no money for the plane. <laughs> I'm going to tell the pilot we ain't got no we, we ain't got no money. But see, see what? how how we gonna get home, baby? We got to ride Uber, girl. <laughs> the best ever seen. I love we it. We got to ride Uber, girl. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're at the Kentucky Derby balling oh, out. Oh, I mean, letting oh, them man. haters know, we, Steve. Letting now, them now, it. that was Friday night we did the mm. video. This mm. was Saturday, probably in the middle of the divorce. I'm not sure when it was happening. <laughs> but we was holding hands and kissing and stuff, but... Uh-huh. The, the, I guess you said, yeah, we was at Derby the next day, and boy, let me tell you something. We let them have Louisville, Kentucky, from the bottom of me and my wife's heart, thank mm-hmm. y'all. We did not know that that was the event that it is. Is wow. it that fly, dog? It is absolutely spectacular in wow. every area. So we need to go next year. So we should Amen. do this. Hey, man, the Derby is like nothing I've gone to. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's unbelievable. It really it is. Really, and, and, Jay, uh, the I guy, the guy that drove it's, you said uh-huh. he drove you the year before. Yeah, I drove Jay Anthony Brown. You know, you know what's so amazing about it? You'd be surprised about the number of black people that are down there. Now, they may not go mm-hmm. to the race, but they, they, they go to Louisville, Kentucky for that. For that whole weekend, it's parties all over, man. Yeah. It really I ain't do none of that. I went to yeah. just ball a mess. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, Steve, nice. you and I, you and your friend Chris Tucker shared a funny moment, and the video has gone viral. Let's let's hear that. What you doing here at the Derby, baby? That's the first time ever. Last time I saw you on the boat in South of France, now we're in Kentucky. Yeah. Life is great. Yeah, I came to the Kentucky Derby as a pimp featuring bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a pastor. First Baptist. Yeah. Lutheran. <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, yeah. You're a pimp, too. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all had a good time. Bro. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, was, I was with Tucker to 1.30 in the morning. Really? Wow. Yeah, man, we went to this man's house that uh, throws throws the You went to somebody's house? Yeah, man, that's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> this guy throws, just well. just anybody, well, Tommy. <laughs> and, and first of all, let's stop with his house. Let's. His oh, compound. compound. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me tell you about this dude's place. <laughs> this dude right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Junior Bridgman is my buddy. Junior Bridgman. Mm-hmm. And uh, used to play for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. And he was uh, 
he does this thing called the Trifecta Gala that I hosted the night before. I brought out Zap Band and Usher. Can I tell y'all something about Usher, man? Mm-hmm. Usher killed it at the Trifecta Gala. Usher wow. Raymond, uh-huh. Usher Raymond put on the show, man. Usher Raymond was singing his ass off. Okay. Wow. wow. Usher Raymond put on the show and killed it. His opening act was Zap. Yeah. Hey, man. Them boys Sound is bad, ain't exactly they? Exactly. The same. Like the the exact same. Man. Zap was the damn same. Yeah, man. Computer. <laughs> computer. Baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me tell you something. Mo bounce to the house. They played and dog. do what did it, Steve? They kills do it. I, they kills it. Do I did it, boy? Let me tell you something. They they had the people up, but I got mm-hmm. to tell you, man. And, and Zap killed it. I, I may do Zap with saying the soul one year, man. Yeah. Yeah. They wow. But let me okay. tell you something. That damn Usher Raymond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That damn That's Usher true. Raymond was uh-huh. not playing. And then the next day was the Derby. The Derby was next. And uh-huh. so after the Derby was over with, we were in the Mansion Club. Mm-hmm. Junior Bridgman uh, throws the gangsterous trifecta gala. And let me tell you something, man. Louisville, Kentucky, from the bottom of my heart, y'all's ass is players down there. Yeah. Wow. All right, wow. coming up next, guys. Louisville, Revin Kentucky Motown. is players. And Deacon Dev Jam are here with church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national headlines. And uh, in entertainment news, Steve, Diana Ross says she was violated by TSA and uh, an airplane catches fire mid-flight. We'll talk about all that, but right now it is Monday and the Reverend and the Deacon are in the building with church complaints. Here we go. Whoa, whoa, Lord. On, uh, uh, on, uh. on this Monday. Yeah. Or uh, Derby weekend. Yeah. House, house running weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Deacon Junior Bridgman uh-huh. uh, for a wonderful time down at the Derby this weekend. And his Deacon... Uh, Pastor Junior Bridgman and Deacon Charles Alexander. Deacon for, Charles. Yeah, for a wonderful time. And yeah. uh, of course, uh, the Dolores Nim, the Queen and Dolores Nim was absolutely Dolores. wonderful. Them is his queens there. Miss Bridgman right. and Dolores. And uh, just wanted to give a thank you for giving us a wonderful time there. Appreciate the offering and everything. Our young deacon, uh, Def Jam, is upset. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. That's part of the complaints, Pastor, that he is upset. Okay, uh, well, go ahead, then. Well, let me start. That We have one uh, uh, deacon junior here that's upset that you were with (laughs) another junior, and he wasn't the junior that you were with this past weekend. Thank you. So uh, well, I don't know well, how you want to address it, but he's like, he don't want to come to church now. So I don't well, know how you want to If you knew uh, Junior Bridgman, I got to tell you, uh, uh, it's a whole nother league, uh, young Junior. This is grown man Junior mm-hmm. uh, well, Bridgman. Ain't that something. Yeah, on Coca-Cola <laughs> plates and right. the largest fast food owner 
things right. of well, that this nature. Junior wants, this junior wants you to come by his apartment and hang out with him. So I don't know if you're going to be able to well, make it up. Well, or something. That's a huge difference from a compound and an apartment. It's mine, though. Uh, <laughs> mine, as long as you own the lease. <laughs> my, Come mine. on, apartment. Yeah. I can't, I tried not to laugh, but I had to. I, I know That's you. The truth. It's really not yours. Yeah. Oh. All right, Pastor, let's get but down it, to but business. But it is a beginning, young Junior. Yeah, yeah. And there's something hurt. to be said. It should hurt. I'm mm-hmm. meant to hurt. Go ahead, <laughs> We got some more issues with the Derby. The uh, church derby ministry had a fight on Sunday. It seems like three other sisters had the same hat on, and no one wanted to take theirs out. We had Sister Renee Dixon, Sister Lottie Cunningham, and Sister Reba Joyce Flowers all had a knockdown drag out right there in the uh, vestibule. Mm-hmm. I guess the only way you could uh, avoid that is next year, get your hats from the same place I got my hat. <laughs> uh, it's one of a kind. It's called Essential Headwell. E-S-E-N-S-H-E-L out of New York. And then you can stop that. Uh, it's called Essential. 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 Uh, e- essential. E- oh, essential. S- no, E-E-S. Girl, listen. Essential. E-S-E-N. S-H-E-L. Yeah. Essential. You're a good speller. I might be a great speller or poor reader. Good spelling and poor reading is an ugly combination. <laughs> All right, Pastor, moving right along, we have an issue here. The uh, the men who are bald on the top but still have a long ponytail are asking to have a ponytail demonstration, but the front lace ministry says if the uh, ponytails are going to have a demonstration, they're going to want theirs too. So I don't know how to handle this whole hair situation. Serving the Lord is not about your hair. Amen. It's about your heart Amen. and mm-hmm. your mind. Now, because your mind is covered in a skull that has hair that needs help, is no fault of mine. Hell, cut it off like me and Deacon J. Anthony did. <laughs> oh, hell, Deacon Def Jam, you ain't got no hair. Exactly. Not a strand. I got news for you. This other news is going to be quite shocking if uh, Deacon Jr. hang on much longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, he's right yeah. he gonna have to come to the club whether he want to or not yeah. that's right junior as you go forward <laughs> hello the back say, gets lighter say that it really again. does you say that again. i said as you go forward yeah, go back. Come on. so you don't take me to the derby and you did uh-uh. that unless you wear a hat <laughs> Uh, Pastor, the church bookstore is selling Christian condoms. Uh, the slogan is, buy a box now, you won't have to pray later. Now, the problem is Sister Rachel Daniels. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't run over that. The, the church bookstore is selling Christian condoms. The slogan is, buy a box now, 
you won't have to pray later. The problem, sir, mm. is Sister Rachel Daniels does not want to put him on the shelf because she don't believe in the Christian condoms. <laughs> well, what do she believe in? I, 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 I don't know what. <laughs> do you believe the childbirth is conceived when a sperm meets an egg? But I don't know why she against though. it when she got four baby daddies. So I don't know why she against it. So I'm gonna go ahead. Well, I, well, maybe if we quit calling it the Christian call yeah, condom take, thank and you. just call it what it is. What is it? A money saver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just condom sense. That's what I call it. Uh, condom, condom, that's sense. a good I one like there. That. Oh, one there. yeah. Condom you know, sense. Because if condom you want sense. it, it's, it's like the glossary in the back of a book. If you mm. want to troubleshoot a problem, mm. <laughs> buy a condom. There you go. Oh. All wow. these problems I'm having with my children could have been avoided. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I went to sleep. I'm sorry, Beth. I've needed so many boxes. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to tell you, I, I went I to sleep because I don't know who I'm going to meet in my dream. You understand? <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news and uh, our national news update with Miss Andrew. Because he don't know who he's going to meet in his dream. I know. <laughs> We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we do any entertainment news, we have to do the biggest news of all. We got to say congratulations to our very own Steve Harvey. Come on. Steve, Family Feud won the Emmy for Outstanding Game Show. Congratulations. Do you know something? I don't think we've ever won it for Game Show. Wow. That's and big, I'm, then. I'm so happy for Gabby mm-hmm. Johnston, the executive producer, man. She's been there for so many years, man, trying wow. to... She stayed with that show when it was down at a 1-4, and mm-hmm. she's been there on the whole ride with me for 10 years, and she's the absolute best producer in the game, and, man, she deserves this more than I do, man. I just want to give a shout-out to Gabby Johnston, Aww. Man, for just man, that mm. woman has been there tirelessly, man. And she's mm-hmm. she's the best thing that happened to me in my television career practically because she is the one person that got me right away and allowed me to be who I was on that show. She don't oh, come yeah. in there and say change nothing. You mm-hmm. do you, we'll 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 fix it in the editing room. Wow, that is big. Yeah. But that's great news. Ahead, Congratulations, man. Steve, Congratulations, and everyone man. over at Family Feud. Yeah. Congratulations, big mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, Probably take Gabby to the Derby or something. <laughs> mm. All right, we're going to move on. Really, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we thought Jay Anthony was bitter man, but it looks like uh, Junior has a little... Shirley. He's king Let's better than day, boy. Let's yeah. move on, Take him to All the right. carnival and let him ride the hobby horse. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you, Tommy. Yes. That's enough. And buy you need some, some cotton, cotton candy. candy or something, yes. man. Yes. Let's move on, Same people. color, same color as my hair, Let's Jay. Yeah. All right, move here on. we go. Right. Diana Ross. We're going to move on in entertainment news. This is a crazy story right here. Diana Ross claimed that a TSA agent violated her at a security checkpoint in New Orleans airport. Uh, Diana Ross, of course, is 75 years old. We know that. She alleges that her agent was uh, over the top and made her want to cry. 
Diana tweeted, it's not what was done, what was done, but how it was done. I am feeling violated. I still feel her hands between my legs, front and back, uh, while saying to me it was her job. Really mixed emotions. A TSA spokesperson told Fox News, TSA is committed to ensuring all travelers are treated with respect and courtesy. TSA is aware of concerns presented by Diana Ross about her screening experience at Louis uh, Armstrong New Orleans International Airport this morning. Wow. Mm. That's messed up. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, don't they know she's Diana Ross? Come on. They know she's Diana. She is the boss, okay? She's the boss. Yeah. All right. And I, mean, sad... I mean, it's Diana uh-huh. Ross. Well, what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is she going to do? Right. I mean, really. Nothing. Get out of here. They just want to flex, man. That's what they yeah. want to do. I mean, I want them to do their job, but but they could have been, you know, Sometimes they do they go over the top. Yeah. Yeah, they do yeah come on. This is Diana Ross. Get out of here with that. Don't reach out and touch the queen yeah. like that. Like, it's just <laughs> like that. That's you know. disrespectful. <laughs> you know who don't have to worry? Right, Jay. Jay, you know who don't have to worry about that, Jay? <laughs> Do you know how to worry about that, Jay? Mm. You know how to worry about that? No, I don't. You know how to, Steve? Who don't have to worry about that, Jay? Uncle Steve. He don't have to worry about that. He went to the Derby private. He don't uh-huh. <laughs> worry about nobody touching him. Man, please take him next year when you go to the damn Derby. I'll bring him something back. <laughs> Look, damn. Tommy, if I go, I'm going to take him, okay? Okay, yeah. please. Somebody Thank take you. him. Yes, somebody. Right, so okay. <laughs> All right, listen, Steve, we got to check in with Miss Ann now for our national news. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. Congratulations, Steve. This is Ann Tripp with the news. President Trump's former personal lawyer and fixer, Michael Cohen, is scheduled to report to federal prison today. Cohen's to begin a three-year sentence at the Federal Correctional Institution in Otisville, New York. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker says that Attorney General William Barr mischaracterized the findings of the Russian meddling report by Robert Mueller and his investigative team. In fact, the Democratic presidential candidate says the Attorney General ought to quit. He has eroded his credibility uh, to the point where I believe he should resign. He has clearly misled Congress. Senator Booker, who sits on the House Judiciary Committee, says that William Barr acts more like Trump's personal lawyer rather than an independent attorney general of the United States. And the presidential candidate appeared on CNN's State of the Union. By the way, President Trump is tweeting about all this. He says he does not want special counsel Robert Mueller to testify before the House Judiciary panel. He doesn't want him there. President Trump, by the way, says he's prepared to raise tariffs on certain Chinese products from 10 to 25 percent on Friday unless more progress is made in trade negotiations. And Trump is tweeting that his new trade hike would affect some $325 billion in Chinese goods that haven't been targeted as of yet. In Texas, a frantic search still underway for a five-year-old girl whose stepfather claims he was abducted by three men who carjacked his pickup. An Amber Alert issued on Saturday for little Malia Davis of Houston. Uh, the stepfather, whose name not released, says he was knocked out and that when he regained consciousness, he was by the side of the road with his two-year-old son, but that his stepdaughter was missing. Investigators are still trying to figure out what caused Friday night's explosion at a silicone plant just north of Chicago. The blast killed at least two plant employees, with two others still unaccounted for and feared dead. At this point, fire marshals say it looks like the explosion was an accident. No end in sight for floods in the Midwest. There was more rain yesterday. It's expected to be continually soggy for the rest of the week. Forecasters say that between three and five inches of rain is expected this week in eastern Nebraska, across northern Kansas and Wisconsin. 
The weather folks say that both the Mississippi and Missouri rivers and the soil around them is already saturated from what was an historically wet winter. And authorities say that flooding in the Midwest has already cost more than a billion dollars, that's billion with a B dollars, in damages and claimed several lives. And at the movies, Avengers Endgame continues to break all box office records. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Endgame's now become only the fifth film in history to gross $2 billion worldwide after only 11 days. The three-hour flicks passed the lifetime gross total for Titanic. And after making an adjustment for inflation, Endgame surpassed Jaws and Dr. Zhivago. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kim Kardashian has done it again, guys. Uh, She scored yet another victory in her crusade for prison reform. Check this out. Kim and her legal team helped free Jeffrey Singer, who was serving a life sentence for a low-level drug offense. Kim made the announcement on Twitter saying he served too much time, but it gives me so much joy to fund this life-saving work. Stringer has been behind bars for 22 years when he was convicted for drug possession when he was 25 years old. Unbelievable. Because he had, yeah, because he had two drug priors, he got life in prison under the federal three strikes wow. law. And you wow. know something, wow. man, that, that street, that, that three strike law, because mm-hmm. your third strike could be for something, you know, just minor. Even, even yeah. minor. But, you know, yep. you can't throw people's lives away because of three strikes. And I'm, I'm glad that something's being done about it. And Van Jones is, uh, I can't think of the name of that. Uh, Redemption, Redemption Project. Project. No, 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 uh. no, 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 no. No, oh. the bill that him, Kim oh, Kardashian right. worked oh, yeah. hard. The bill that got, what is mm-hmm. the prison reform? I'm not sure. Man, what is we'll the name look of that bill? Yeah, I can't look think it up for me. Uh-huh. The bill that just got passed, which is allowing 4,000 inmates to be released this year. Wow. Another 25,000 inmates to get shorter sentences. And 100,000 women, when incarcerated pregnant, can have their baby without being chained to the bed. Ain't that crazy, man? If you do good time, you should be able to vote when you get out. Yeah, man, you know, that don't mean you don't thing. know who can run the country and mm-hmm. vote. Hell, right. we got all, all the crooks is in White House going to jail. Thank yeah. you. Should be able to get well, some of them out next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? We mentioned this story last week a little bit, but now it is official. A stretch of Rodeo Road uh, in Los Angeles has been named for renamed for Barack Obama. Barack Obama Boulevard. That has yes. a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Can I it's say something? Like since I live out here and you do the shooting, uh-huh. they are stealing yeah, yeah, yeah. the signs. They are stealing. <laughs> when I say Already? Come Jim, on. Jim Negroes are stealing them damn signs, man. That's so crazy. That is so crazy. It was a ceremony that was held on Saturday in the Crenshaw District of L.A. President Barack Obama Boulevard intersects fittingly with Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. The boulevard will also uh, become known as President's Row for other streets that are named for former presidents Washington, Adams, and Jefferson. So congratulations, yes. Congratulations. Barack Obama Boulevard. Oh, you know what? I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think huh. of that. That that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Adams, Adams Washington, Washington, Jefferson, and Jefferson, right they, over there. They slave uh-huh. owning ass. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. We ought to make Trump just roll up and down Obama Street, just <laughs> up and down, or just <laughs> drive him up and down. <laughs> 
Hey, listen, coming up at 34 after the hour, Jay is here. We're going to play a little comedy roulette right after this. I have to explain it, too. Yeah, you do. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jay, it's time for comedy roulette, guys. Uh, Jay, please set it up for us. I can't do this without explaining it because we have new listeners that are not familiar with the how this game go. I mean, new people tuning in right now don't know what we're doing. So what I'm going to do now is explain uh-huh. how it works. Take four subjects, put it on the wheel, spun the wheel, where it stop, we'll do it. And the reason we can do this because Junior's a comedian, I'm a comedian, <laughs> Tommy's a comedian, and Steve's the king comedian. Watch it. Yes, this is how it go. See, Junior's a comedian, I'm a comedian, Tommy's a comedian, and Steve is a king comedian. All right. Before he gets really mad, Junior's let's comedian. go. Uh, these are the subjects, okay? <laughs> Number one, things people say if they've been in jail a long time. Oh, that's a Number, good one. That's... Yeah, that is a good one. Number two, <laughs> lies men tell when they're caught looking at another woman. Ooh, I want it. Ooh. <laughs> Number three, excuses men say when they're not getting a lot of sex. Oh, man. That's another good one. <laughs> that's another good one. These yeah. are good. Uh, sure. Number four, things people say when they don't have cable. Wow. Oh, All right, good. Jay. Spun it. Spun it, Charlie. Spun it. <laughs> I'm going to the last Cable. When they don't cable. Have cable. Yeah. Cable. <laughs> That's the one I want. Oh, it stopped. Oh, this is a good one. Number two, lies men tell when they're caught looking at another woman. Let's oh. go. Here we go. Let me start it off. Here you go. Here. go. Girl, I wasn't looking at her. I was going to get you a pair of pants just like that, and I just want yeah. to make sure if those yeah. are the ones. That's yeah. all. That's all. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's how it goes. These men say. These men say when they caught looking at another woman. Mm. Baby, look at her. Okay. That's it. Who who need all they abs showing? <laughs> look at her abs showing. Why? For what? You're saying abs, right? Who uh-huh. need all her abs showing? Why? Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Your abs you. ain't showing. Yeah. The only reason why I'm looking at her, because, you know, my cousin, Rolanda, that had died, looked uh-huh. just like her. Oh, okay. My cousin, Rolanda, looked just like her. That's why I'm staring at her so hard. <laughs> you thought it was Rolanda had come back? I thought it was Rolanda. <laughs> All right, come on, Steve. Babe, why are you looking at her? Her ugly ass. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. think I'm looking yes. at her ugly ass? <laughs> Marjorie, don't you ever divorce this man. Yes. <laughs> yes, things, Steve. Things men say when they're caught looking at another woman. I got a crook in my neck, and every now and then it just jerked from left to right. So uh, that's all that is. It's, th- it's nothing. It's nothing. Oh, you can have a crook in your neck, all right. Last <laughs> men tell when they uh-huh. caught looking at another woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Babe, let me tell you something. I was looking over there. I did. I was. But I don't like her braids hanging off her ass like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like her braids hanging off her ass like that. <laughs> I don't see the purpose. Mm-hmm. All right, Baby, on, listen. Uh, I'm just so glad. I really am. That your butt is not that big. I'm just, I'm just glad. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, that's bad, just ridiculous. Honey. Babe, you know what, babe? Just look at it. That's just ridiculous, ain't it? <laughs> to have a butt that big. That's just too much. <laughs> okay, Shirley, so you, you my wife and ask me. 
Uh, excuse you. Why are you looking over there at that other woman? I'm Jesus. right here. Jesus. She needs Jesus. <laughs> she <laughs> do. She needs Jesus. You better bring the Lord into this. She okay. needs Jesus. Hot for holla. What? What did you speak in tongues? What did you just say? Hot for holla. Hot for me not to holla. Hard for me not to holler. Yeah. Hard to father. Hard to father. Hard for me not to holler. Hard to father. Hard for me not to holler. All right, come on, Steve. We got to shut this one down. Okay. Here it is. Lies men tell when they're they're caught looking at another woman. You know what? That is the cutest dog I have ever seen with a woman in my life. It's a dog over there? I've never seen a dog that cute with a woman. <laughs> All right, great job as usual, guys. Time to uh, switch gears. Up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, well, about four minutes after the hour, I'm going to read today's strawberry letter. I got a good subject for you today. 20 years later, he still wants MGP. We'll explain what that means in the letter. But right now, the nephew is in the building with the prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Mr. Wiggins. <laughs> Mr. Wiggins. Guarantee you that's, it's Wiggins. <laughs> that right there. That's uh-huh. the prank. Mr. Wiggins. Come on, Renny. Hello? Hello, hi. My name is George. I'm with Green Lawn Services. Uh, we came out and cut your yard yesterday, and uh, we're trying to make sure that uh, you liked everything thoroughly. The We cut the front, the back. We also did your hedges. Put some mulch in the flower beds, the weed eating in the whole nine yards. And we also left an invoice on your doorstep. Want to make sure you got that as well. Y'all the cut my yard? Man, I want it all around, man. It looks good, but I was trying to figure out who the hell cut it. Sir, yeah, we cut it as of yesterday. You were actually on our schedule, and um, we did everything thoroughly. We, I'm actually just calling as a follow-up. How the hell I get on your schedule, Doc? Sir, are you Mr. Malone at 50 Zimmerman? Hell no, man. I'm Wiggins from 50 man. You cut the wrong house. That's next door, man. Yeah. Well, I guess you need to put your invoice on their door, partner. Sir, sir, you, you're you not Mr. Malone at 50 Zimmerman? Say, man, I just told you, I'm 53 and I'm Mr. Wiggins. You done cut the wrong door. Y'all need to go to Mr. Uh, Malone house to get your money because you ain't cut the You got the wrong house. No, sir. No, you... y'all coming over here trying to collect no money. Well, sir, hold on just a second here. You're saying we didn't... Oh, my... You done cut the wrong yard. Sir, I... ain't no no schedule. I ain't tell you come over here and cut And you go over there and talk to Malone, get your money. You can't... Ain't sir, there's no way we can charge Mr. Malone if we haven't cut his yard. Now, let's, let's just well, back... Then you need to take your over there and cut Mr. Malone's yard and put that memoirs in his yard. You ain't cut and, here, partner. And, and, and sir, I understand... Thing at this now. Sir, y'all listen. Y'all done up and cut the wrong yard. You go cut the right yard and get right that invoice. You ain't got deal. You ain't getting at this house. Okay, I sir. I say this. Now, I, I didn't call no about it to come cut over here. You go to that house and cut his right and get him the invoice. You ain't getting deal, partner. I understand that, sir. Listen, what I want to say is... uh. uh We'll, we'll go over and we'll take care of Mr. Malone's yard. I understand that we've made a mistake, but I understood I understood you say that you did like the services. So wouldn't it be even right for you to actually 
go ahead and send the invoice in along with a check since you did like the services? Well, evidently it seemed like your is retarded because didn't I just tell you you cut the wrong yard, I, you go over there and cut the right yard and get your money. You ain't got nothing but practice here. You done a good job. I understand that we cut the wrong yard, sir. I understand that. But you got the services and you like the services. I don't want to have to come out there and get the money from you. Well, come on if you're coming. Come on if you're coming. I got something for you. Come on over here and get your money. But you said you like. I wouldn't give a if I said the moon was green. If you cut the wrong yard, you go get your money from the right. You ain't getting here. Sir, you... I got something for you. You come on I... over here and you see what you get. Sir, I yeah, cut... I cut the wrong yard. You trying to get my money? You ain't getting Now you you, you go get your from the right. You either right next door, go cut that and leave that paper over there. I'm coming over there. You want me to start some? I start some. Ain't finna come around here and do no and be charging me no money now. Yeah, I got more heat than hell. Get money if you, you... want to come get it. You got your yard cut, and we deserve to get our money back. Now you deserve the... to get your whoop. You come around here trying to get some money. Now, I told you you don't cut the wrong yard. Now you... And I'm going to tell you, don't make me whoop your behind this yard. You come on then. You come bring me I will whoop your behind in the front yard that just got cut. You bring your mama and your pamper, and you come try to get this money. I'll put some on you. Don't you? I tell, I got one more thing to tell you. Is you listening? Is, I don't want to hear sh- now. You come stand up some. Sh- now I'm, you cut the wrong. Sh- I've got you, one more thing to tell you. Is you listening, Mister Wiggins? I'm listening. Look, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. <laughs> Hello. What? <laughs> I know good and well. <laughs> I sit there listening to this every morning. And y'all the girl got my. <laughs> Look at him. Your boy Gary just pranked you, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey. We laughing now, but I'm going to Let me ask you something, though, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, it's the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> 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 what you think? He wasn't, he wasn't backing down. You didn't cut the wrong yard. That ain't got nothing to do with me. You didn't go over. You, you just cut this yard for free, partner. You ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with me. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to thank everyone in Virginia uh-huh. Beach, man. I had I put up seven seven shows at the comedy club. And uh, sold them out. They came out, showed up with your boy. They showed up. I showed out. We did the doggone thing. Thank you, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Virginia, everybody around the way. Y'all came out, showed your boy mad love. We had a good time. And I am appreciative. Laying next in the cut is Texarkana. That's this week, baby. That's this week. And the nephew coming to the Texarkana Convention Center. And, of course, Uncle Steve. Miracles Closet. I'm going to stop by there Saturday when I get in town. GQ Fashion. These are the places where you can get your tickets, okay? Or you where can go to now? Right. Miracles go. Closet <laughs> or GQ Fashion. That's where they selling your tickets at. Yeah. Yeah. In Texas, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Now, I'm sure these are some fine establishments, but just let me ask you a question. Ain't yes, nobody thought maybe Ticketron, <laughs> Amazon.com, BuzzFeed. We, we do have Eventbrite.com, but if you want to physically have a ticket in your hand. Oh, they all got to be physical tickets. You can't go up there and show nobody no damn email. <laughs> Miracle's Closet or GQ Fashion. Now, you going to go buy the go... Miracle Closet. They probably ain't got nothing for you. What do you think? I'm going to buy something. I'm going to go to Miracle Closet and buy something. You know, just show a little love, support. What you, you going to buy? They ain't going to have nothing in your size. What you uh, going to get? You want to pre-order why they something before you get there? Why they not going to have nothing in my size? Ain't that a men's store? Yes, I'm a man. Oh, you a man. Ain't no doubt about it. I'm just talking about your sizes. Like if you was at C's, you, you wait, would... wait, 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 wait. Where do you think I shop at? Well, if you was at Sears, you'd have to buy a 20 Husky. A 20? <laughs> he a grown man, but... He, I did wear Huskies, though. I know. He know did you? Hell yeah, he wore Yeah, Huskies. who didn't? Yeah, my brother. Huskies, huh? tough skins, who didn't wear them? Yeah. But anyway, Texas Canada nephew come to town. It's Saturday night, baby. It's Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> Get your tickets. I will be there. Laying in the cut is Memphis, Tennessee. Chuckles, baby. I'm there. I am there all Memorial Weekend. So tickets are on sale. And the nephew, I'm, I'm moving around this country, man. And my show getting ready to start back up, ready to love, man. I'm trying to drop Woo. 10 pounds. I got a lot going on over here. Trying to drop 10 pounds for what? I got to drop 10, man. I got to. What? You need to get on what Steve's on because Steve looks I got to get on something. Tonic. That camera make yeah. you look big, man. No, I, right, ga- I gave it all back this weekend. <laughs> Up next is the strawberry letter, guys. The subject, 20 years later, he still wants MGP. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for today's strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject 20 years later He still wants MGP. Well, dear Steve and Shirley, I am a 46-year-old single lady, and I am ready for the next chapter in my life. In 1999, I dated a man off and on for a while, but finally ended things with him when I found out he got another woman pregnant. I moved on with my life and moved to another state. Well, in 2018, he and I reconnected on social media. Since we lived far apart, we texted and called each other daily. He told me he was coming to town and wanted to see me. I told him to come by the house since we were old friends and hadn't seen each other in many years. Uh, He came over and we had a great time catching up in person. He later told me that he was not just visiting, he had moved back to town and he wanted to see me more. I had no idea that he'd be interested in me now because I've been paralyzed since 2004. But that didn't matter to him. He asked me, be quiet, Steve. He asked me if I could still do it. Would you just let me finish, please? Okay. He I, asked me I if I could I, still do it. Is. Yeah. What? Yeah. And your name is mentioned at the bottom as well. He what? asked me if I could. Yeah, you. <laughs> yes. Yes. He asked, asked her. You, what? 
If she, if I could still do it like I used to do it. Do what? I teased it. him and asked. You know what it is. I teased him and asked, wouldn't you like to know? So about a month ago, I showed him that I could still put it on him. You see, back in the day, he called me Miss Good P, or MGP for short. And he said, I still hold that title to this day. I have feelings for him, but everything is moving so fast. We are moving in together soon, and I want to be sure I'm doing things the right way. We dated over 20 years ago, and I already gave him a sample of MGP. So should I put the put the 90-day rule on him when we move in together? I don't want to get married. I, I do want to get married, so I'm trying to do things right. What do you think, Steve? Steve. She put your letter in. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay that's cool. What I'm so, uh, you. so I have permission then. So you have yeah, permission. All right, go ahead. All right. All right, I, come on now. You dated this guy back in 1999. You off and on. It wasn't even a regular, real relationship, really. It was off and on. And then you finally ended things when you found out he got another woman pregnant. All right, then this same guy, 20 years later, comes into your life, and you're ready to move in with him? Why are you going to move in with this man? I mean, why? you got to explain this. <laughs> Nothing in this letter says you need to do that, okay? He lied to you uh, about so many things. And, uh, you know, about, he actually lives in your town now. First, he said he was just visiting. I, is this really the case, or, or, or was he hoping to move in with you all the time? I, I just, you know, I'm going to ask you, don't get played by this man. Uh, he He's probably telling you anything anything to get in your house. Remember now, it's been 20 years since you've seen him. Now you close your letter by saying you're trying to do things right. Hmm. Well, this isn't right. Nothing about this is right because you've already slept with him and, and, and you want to impose the 90-day rule on him? That is so backwards. And letting him move in with you after 20 years of not seeing him and the reason you broke up him with him in the first time was with the other woman that you didn't know about because of her. That's backwards, too. Do not do it. I'm sure you're going to regret it, and you won't be able to get him out of your house once you get him in there. Steve, please. Jesus. Well, okay. I don't know how you can skip around all this other information. That's what I'm saying. I, well, you know, you, I don't know what part you read, but I'm going right to where I'm stuck. Uh, 46-year-old single lady. Uh ready to move on, dated a man off and on in 1999, but off and on, but found out he got another woman pregnant. When you moved on with your life, he moved to another state. Well, 2018, y'all reconnected on social media. Since we live far apart, we text and call each other daily. He told me he was coming to town and wanted to see me. I told him, come on by the house. Well, what else were you gonna do? I mean. I'm, I'm through. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so he come by the house. Okay, Steve, okay, you no. have permission, but don't go crazy. Okay, I'm trying okay, not to shoot. Go, you know, go cross that stuff. line. I'll tell you when to come uh, back. Come uh, on. Uh, no, no, you, you have nothing to do with, with okay. his nephew. What else would now, you go since to? Since we old friends and ain't seen each other in many years, he came over and we had a great time catching up in person. He later told me he wasn't just visiting. He had moved back to town. Oh, well, that's convenient. Uh-huh. Got over there and found out you were staying by yourself. Right. Now he ain't moved back. He he ain't visiting. He to move back. Yeah. 
and he want to see you more. Mm. Now, the lady said, I had no idea he'd be interested in me now because I've been paralyzed since 2004. 14. So 14 years you've been paralyzed. Now, before I go any further, is there something I need to know about paralyzation before I assume that means paralyzed can't move? That's all I'm asking, Shirley. Well, I mean, it depends on, you know, what kind of... Right, I mean, that could be like a portion of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong. I, this is not a good... This is just about this lady in this letter. So right. please don't nobody. But she wrote me and put in the letter. Now, you didn't have to put that in the letter, but you felt it was important. Yeah, and that last line, what do you think, Steve? That's right. So now Shirley done danced around this hill. <laughs> but she been paralyzed. Around it, around yes, you did. You didn't mention. I just know you. <laughs> you didn't mention it. Uh-uh. Now she I been paralyzed you. sitting still for fourteen years. <laughs> but that didn't matter to him. He asked me if I could still do it like I used to do it. Well, where he get that question from? <laughs> now I don't know what she was doing that got you this title that he gave you fourteen years ago. But how he still asking that question? So now we're going to have to get into it when we come back. Mm -hmm. Uh All right, just hang on. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up. We finna come back and find out why he called her Miss Good P or MGP. (laughs) (laughs) We finna find out. We have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's subject, 20 years later, he still wants MGP. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, The subject is 20 years later, he still wants MGP. Yeah, he still wants MGP. Let's just go and get to this letter right quick. What didn't happen is y'all got back together, social media. He says uh, he still wanted you, and that surprised you that he'd be interested in you because you've been paralyzed since 2004, but that didn't matter to him. He asked me if I could still do it like I used to do it. Mm. I teased him and asked, wouldn't you like to know? So about a month ago, I showed him that I could still put it on him. You see, back in the day, he called me Miss Good P or MGP. MG is where we need, is either Miss Good P or most mm-hmm. grand P, you know, unless like like if you in a if you in a uh, Elks club, you might be the the, the master grand poopa <laughs> or something like that, or you the uh, MVP, most valuable mm-hmm. player, mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe you had the MVP, you could have uh-huh. had the most valuable. Okay, we get it. Whatever it is. Oh, your name is Margaret Gale. I don't know what it is. But you're paralyzed now. So his question was, can you still do it like you used to do it? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what you was doing back before the before, Prior to 2004. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what you was doing back then. But obviously, it wasn't what I was thinking. 
See, I was thinking to get the title of MGP, that there has uh-huh. to be some monkey flipping, <laughs> got the chandelier swinging, some doorknob diving, uh-huh. some foot of the bed back somersaults. Wow. Some edge of the bed, <laughs> your knees, a lot of bouncing. I, I, it's just a lot of stuff go in there. When if you were to consider someone that, well, anybody MGP, okay, yeah, but now I don't, I can't go too far because I don't want anybody that has a situation to think I'm making fun of them because I'm not. Right. But the lady did write me with the paralyzed, paralyzed thing since 2004, but she what still got. What do you think, Steve? It. So I don't know how the hell what y'all doing in there now. <laughs> I don't Man. really know what's going on. <laughs> Either he had never had no MGP before, or it was the best MGP he ever had. Maybe Steve, didn't require you to do much. Steve, uh-huh. she said in the letter, I showed him that I could still put it on him. Now, she yes. said that. Yeah, she, she said that, Shirley, but not, that makes me question. Uh-huh. What was you putting on him? The MGP. What do you think? Okay. Now, only thing I can think is, is that inside the MGP. <laughs> Wait, what? There's, it's like a. No. It's like once you buy admission to an amusement park. Oh. Once you go in the park, that's where the rides is at. See, that's what I'm thinking. That's okay. why you got. So it could be the most grand park. It could he be. Said, Go ahead, Shirley. He says, sorry, sorry for interrupting you, but he mm, said. No, I need I help. St- he said, <laughs> I still hold that title to this day. Yeah, that's why I'm saying there must be something going on inside uh-huh. the MGP. <laughs> yeah, see, 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 maybe. <laughs> maybe Careful. MG stands for Madison Garden. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> Maybe the MG is short for MGM, where a lot of activity going <laughs> in that building. See, a lot of I'm, shows going in on. Vegas? I, yeah, shows. I'm assuming like that it's a lot of stuff going on once you get inside. Uh-huh. The show ain't outside. Maybe it ain't got to be nothing going on. Maybe right, there's, right, right. you know, a lot of, I don't know if it's hands. I don't know if it feels, I don't know what it is. It's, a, it's something it, in it, there. If you need some help, Steve, let me help you. Let yeah, go ahead, you. Jay. Jay. Okay, all right. What she want him to do. Oh, Lord. Yeah. What she would <laughs> like for him to do is roll up on her because she is not a push, <laughs> or not a push around person. You roll know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. She is not handicapped in this department. You understand know what, right. what I'm saying, Steve? Right. Roll up on she's me. She's not. She's not. She's not going to let him walk all over her. You no. understand what I'm talking about? No. You know, she's not going to do that. Hey, Jay, but this to even it out. This is a paralyzing situation, Jay, Steve. to even it out, you Thank get in you. the chair and you roll over here. Watch this. Thank chair. you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> now, you might think this woman don't have no feeling for you, but she do. She do. Uh, oh, yeah. she got a leg up on the situation. She got a leg up on the situation. <laughs> she's not going to just be sitting here real? waiting on you. Pro- probably she- some do I <laughs> do I did it with that thing, baby. With that thing, I showed him that I could still put it yes, on. Yes, you did, lady, and congratulations. Yeah, 
Mm. And so since you didn't done that, and you gave it some, and y'all dated over 20 years ago, and I already gave him a sample of the MGP shit. I put the 90-day rule on him when we move in together. Unless you want his ass to roll right out of there, you probably too late for this hill. Yeah, no. go back. Unless you want him to walk out your life, you better give it up. Yeah. I think I like you, after 20 years you've already committed, he's moving in, and you want him in, you do want to get married. So I'm right. trying to do things right. You've already known it for 20 years. Go on and see where it go. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it, but whatever you're doing, keep up the good work. Yeah, doing it. What? Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Go let this Thank man you. move in your Thank house. You. No, she shouldn't right, let him, but Shelly, what you going to tell her, though? Good yeah. job, man. Good job. Kick it with else? me if you want to. Ain't nobody else rolled up over there. <laughs> All right, look, hit us up on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM with your own thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. Mm-hmm. And please check us out on the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, our resident poet, Junior, is in the building. He has a special Mother's Day poem for us. All right. We'll listen to it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Mother's Day is coming up this weekend, uh, this Sunday. And uh, for that special occasion, we have our very own Junior here with a special Mother's Day poem. You think I don't have one, Jerry? Well, I know you always have a poem for a special occasion. You don't really appreciate my artistry and poetry. But I am different. And that's what's important. You know, you got to have Mm -hmm. that. And Mother's Day is coming this Sunday. And I don't want the mothers to feel left out without blessing them with this wonderful poem that I spent a lot of time putting together. And I'd like to share that poem, Shirley, if you don't mind. I don't. I'm a mother, and and I very much would like to hear it. Okay. Yes, please. Yeah, Yeah. thank you, Jay. Uh, Uncle Steve, is it okay if I share this poem? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) No, you've been waiting. Come on. Tommy, is it okay if I do this poem? Come on, big dog. Let's go. Come on, man. Home it up, man. Here we go. Home it up. This is a poem. It's called I've Titled It and Everything. Mm-hmm. And you ain't gonna believe what the title is, but the title is Poems for Mom. Damn. Mm. How much yeah. time do you already? Brilliant. Took me two hours to come up with that one. You put time <laughs> but I got it. You put time into it. Poems. If it took you two hours for that, you need to stop writing poetry. I'm I'm not gonna stop. Because you have to think about it. I've thought about don't some let other him stuff. I'm not you, gonna let him do it, uh, uh, Jay. I'm not gonna let him get me. But it's called Poems. Mom, and it's an original piece, and I want y'all to respect it as such. Okay. Now, here it is. Here it is. Uh-huh. First one? This is the first one? This is it. Okay. No, it's, it's one poem, Jay. I got it. Oh, you got one? one? Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, one poem. Poems okay. for moms. Here we are. Mothers, this is for you all for Mother's mm-hmm. Day this coming Sunday. <clears throat> to all moms on Mother's Day, I hope it is my wish you celebrate with class. I hope you appreciate the gifts we bought, even though you whooped our ass. Whoa. Raise a glass to all the moms. A toast is long overdue. Now, Dad gets nothing on Father's Day. You know why? Because we spent it all on you. You can talk about my sister. I don't care. You see, we not that close. But don't say a damn thing about my mama because I love her the most. And on top of that, I kid. Hey, hey, listen to me. I kid? I kid. Now, I know that don't rhyme. You just need to know 
I keep you, fiercely. You killing Put your ass six feet under about my mama. Keep playing. Say something else. The end. You killed us at the end? Yeah, yeah. Well, talk about my mama. Don't say nothing about Say something about my mama, Tommy. Your ass, you be gone. This is why I hate poetry. What just... What just happened? No, once you start talking about my mama, ain't no more poetry. I keep. Just need but you, you, you talked about your no. mama in yes. the beginning. But I felt like you said something about my mama. That's it. You didn't know. I keep. I'm through. Steve, is it don't okay play. if he reads it again? Oh, don't yeah. play. Please. Oh, yeah. Don't play. A lot of people didn't get it. Okay, here it, here it is right now. Just want you to know. Here it is. Poems for mom. To all the moms on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. I hope you celebrate with class. Mm-hmm. I hope it is my wish you appreciate the gifts we bought, even though you whooped our ass. Oh, Raise a glass to all the moms. A toast is long overdue. Now, Dad gets nothing on Father's Day because what? We spent it all on you. Mm-hmm. You can talk about my sister. I don't really care. You see, we're not that close. But don't say a damn thing about my mom because I love her the most. Ain't it no I key. I key. <laughs> I know they don't rhyme. Just need to know I key. Seriously. You didn't not playing. Last part, I'm not right? playing. I'm not playing. Say part. something about my mama. Six feet under, you go. I'm not playing. That's it. Thank you. You're killing me. Well, if you say something about my mama. Ever Just need y'all to know, I'm not playing. The end, I ain't really put no more work in the end, but then you know, when I got to talk about it, I said, you know what? Key yeah, ass talk about my mom. Steve! That's it. No, that's Say great, something! Junior. Thank you. Thank you, huh? Yeah. You don't really think you on your way to being a Langston Hughes. No, that, no. You, know, you, know, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what Langston and me did? You know what Langston me and did? Langston and me did, we spoke Maya true. Maya Angel Jr. Maya Angelo and me, when we did, we spoke true. We spoke truth. What's we his spoke... name, Jay? Maya Angel Jr. I Thank you. It. It Thank you. Name. Thank you, Jay. You know why? Because me and Maya Angela, we spoke truth. Y'all don't yeah. appreciate that. But say Speaking something about my mama, though. Did you get that the out the only, phone? As the only mother on the show today, uh-huh. Carl is out. Yeah. Junior. Mm-hmm. Junior. Mm-hmm. That sucked. Okay. And I hate Whoa. poetry. And okay. I hate Okay. okay. I, tell, wow. I, tell, I tell you That's, what. I tell you what. Shirley don't never go there. She speak truth too. No, you heard my no, Angela. No, I tell you what, Shirley. That's your last day of Mother's Day poem. That's it. You won't get another one next year. 2020, you're out. 2020, no Mother's Day. Because you don't appreciate Shirley women. said cool. She ain't your mom. So, yeah. Okay. I'm so that's all good. happy right now. I'm so um, happy right well, now. Well, cool. Be happy. But hate is real too. So that's all good. Spent three hours putting this damn poem together, and you don't appreciate it. That was three hours. Shut up, Tommy. It takes time. It takes time. Now say something about my mama. Your ass gonna get killed. That's all you need to know. I'm not gonna say nothing about your mama. I'm finna talk about my uncle. Listen, man. Take him to the derby next time, because that's what this about. See, right there. He don't appreciate it, because he ain't taking him to the derby. His ass with this about. No, he need me. Well, we go ahead with Well, I That's tell my you right next now, poem. That's my next a, poem. Well, I'll tell you what. He, he got a year to write the next poem. Yeah. Yeah, because that's my next one. Why I ain't at the derby? That's another problem right there. You know you need me. You take me everywhere. But you don't take me to the derby? Oh, for real? For real? Really? <sighs> He's hurt by that. Steve. Really, uh, you gonna go to without me? That's at another level, dog. I don't. I, how, I, 
Oh, man, I can't believe it. All right, look, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about some sports pranks. Just start uh, taking your ass to Vegas. And highlight the (laughs) NBA games. All that coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Despite being in the middle of a second-round playoff series, veteran Philadelphia 76ers found the time to play a little prank on rookie Zaire Smith on Saturday. Smith walked out to find his car filled to the roof with popcorn, and his yeah. fellow rookie teammate, oh, uh, Shake Milton, that. was recording his reaction. That's how you video. do a prank, baby. <laughs> That's how you do a prank, man. You guys saw this, right? <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't I see it. Well, okay, in the video, Smith did not look amused at all by this prank. You can't tell what kind of car it is. It's royal blue, maybe a sports car, but this is uh, there is popcorn all over the front seat and on the floor. <laughs> this would not be funny to me at all. Greasy popcorn everywhere in my car? Uh-uh. Do you guys Ooh. think? Uh, Tommy, I'm going to ask you, since you're the king of pranks, mm. is it taking— It's a great was, prank, Shirley, was it but that's an ass-whooping, though. That's a great uh-huh. prank, but that's an ass whooping right there. We tell you that every day. What's the difference? Shirley, you think I ain't popcorn put no pop- in your car is in a- your car. I ain't done, I ain't done that. You told the man called. you was at the airport about to drive oh, off yes. with his wife, and you got a problem with popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's wrong? What's wrong with I'm, that though? You so can I damn say something? Stupid. I know I'm team Tommy, but I can't. I can't understand your logic on this one. I really wait. What you say? I'm, I'm still what'd you team, say, Tommy? team Tommy. I'm Team Tommy, but I can't. Okay, Jay. Uh, The popcorn is a little messy, Jay. (laughs) Now, if you want to really do it, you know, you do jelly beans or something. You know what I'm saying? Or Skittles, and you fill it all the way up to the top. Honey on the front seat. Honey. Ooh. All right, here, here's an, here's another athlete, guys, that plays too much. Pro golfer Bubba Watson, you all know who he is. He recently admitted that he sends Tiger Woods random and annoying text messages to the point that Tiger either changes his number or blocks him. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. In an interview that Bubba did with the uh, Loop, he said, I send Tiger so many text messages, just random stuff like, look at this bottle of water. So that might be why he blocks me. And Tiger's always like, can you please stop? Have you guys ever had to block anybody from your phone? That is the question. You know what guys. I don't like about the golfer Bubba? Bubba what? is just a big guy, a regular guy who plays golf, and he Country don't really boy. give a damn. He just yeah, he don't, is, man. Yeah. For the love of the game and all of that, yeah. yeah. And, that boy and can life play his too. Ass off. And he can he play. Can play. He definitely mm-hmm. can play. Right. He humble too, humble. man. Really cool dude, That's but funny. the fact he annoys Tiger is He's funny. He's worrying. <laughs> Look at this bottle of water. Out of Tiger. Tiger ain't got I blocked Tommy. You blocked Why do you do that nephew? though? Why do you why do you block me? I don't I don't understand that. <laughs> I, I mean I really I send text messages to him like, is he not getting my text? Yeah. And then when I call him, he like, I say, dude, I didn't text you ten times. He said, I ain't got now one of them. How are you not getting my text? Are only you, the tall co- people? Uh, allowed to text you, Steve? Is well, that it? Shirley, that was not no, necessary. I just don't. That's, wow. Oh, that hold on, Steve. Wow. Wait on. That was Shirley. Shirley, wow. you that's cannot pip pop team. Like that, yeah. You can't do that. That was a good one, though. Let's just say that was a good one, though. That was good. That was good. Let's give it that. Give Shirley that. That was good. Man, that was good. Oh, the te- little tall people allowed to text you? Yeah, and and, I mean, there's, and, there's and be a Shirley, I'm a little uh-huh. short with you for doing that. I really am. <laughs> oh, oh, look at Team Tommy now. Look at this. No, I'm expressing my upsetness. That's what I am doing. Really? Okay, yeah, you know what? You know what? That's it. That's it. Hold up, That's though, it. Hold up, though. Hold up, though. Wait a second. Okay. 
Shirley, that wasn't what? that big, really. <laughs> see, see. That wouldn't look all right. up. You know what? I'm finna, I'm telling all y'all you know right can now. Can I just say this? No, 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 hold on, Jay. What, Jay? The pranking yeah. is on. So all yeah, y'all be ready. Every last one of y'all be ready. That was very small-minded of you. Very small You said be ready. Boy, I'm be standing so tall, ready for this. I was a little off, little bit. Oh, that's my jam. That is my jam. Tiny bubble. Okay, okay, okay. I'm pranking everybody, and I mean it. All I want to say, you was off just a tiny bit, okay? You was off just a tiny bit. Murder the hits. It's a small world. I'm pranking everybody, and I mean it. Tommy, Tommy. What? What? I love you. Love nah, you. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. I, I do not want to hear that. You have to be short with him on that. That was very... Yeah. <laughs> Be mad about that. But anyway, Steve, answer his text. That's not it. Answer him, okay? Yeah. <laughs> he right, will not Junior. pick up. <laughs> he only answers tall. Okay, and then, when he, and then when he finally Give answers the phone, sir. one more time. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. That's the jam. Well, that was a cold cut. That was yeah. a little itsy bitsy, tiny weeny, <laughs> yellow polka dot. I'm not doing it. I'm not. And surely, when he finally does I'm... answer the phone, he says, huh? What? What? And I'm like, <laughs> Yo, Shirley, what a small world you're living in, in your mind, really. <laughs> I know, I know. Keep on, Jay. But it's and like this, NBA though, man. I mean, sometimes you have a... Sometimes you have an itsy-bitsy spider come and sit down beside him. You got to deal with I'm, it. I'm not approved of none of that. Man, I'm through with this. I'm being short with this. This is it. Mary okay. had okay. a little lamb. Ooh, what kind of lamb? Little lamb. Little lamb. It just goes to show it's a small world after all. It yeah. is. That you live in. It is, man. Tyrion. That's oh, all boy. I have yeah. to say. Yeah. <laughs> Shirley, I, I watched him last night. Yeah. Boy, it's good, too. Yes. Hey, Tommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody everybody, be ready, and I'm recording every one of them. All y'all getting pranked, so you don't know. You bring cases on all of us, huh? Right. All, all you personalities. <laughs> hey, I just Tommy. did a little something. Yes, sir. Prank me. Can you do, just do a short one? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Everybody be ready. Tommy, it sounds like you're a little offended. <laughs> okay. It does. Okay. Take offended off. Offended. <laughs> Did you go see the movie? You know what? This does not measure up to what he's used to doing, really. Yeah. It don't, you know, and he's upset about it. He really is. Right. Tommy, you playing this summer? <sighs> okay, I gotta go. Tommy, are you oh. playing this summer? Playing what? Boy, little league. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to break. <laughs> You know what? I just want to step aside and say Team Tommy all the way. Team Tommy. Are you playing this summer? What? Yeah. Lily, where else she going to play at? <laughs> you know what? Right, Pop go. Warner don't want to hit us no more. Pop Warner. Okay. Right, Jay, you better more. be ready for this, boy. I, I'm coming at y'all. 
More of the big Steve Harvey Morning Show coming right up after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending stories, guys, Avengers Endgame is now the second highest grossing worldwide release ever. Oh. Worldwide. Behind it, God, that movie was so good. Behind so, what? It hit the two. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. It hit the two billion dollar mark in only 12 days mm. domestically. Uh, it's taken in 619.7 million, and uh, and among the weekend's three new releases, The Intruder came in second place. Oh, that's good, Michael. That was Ely. a good movie, really good. Yeah. Movie. How much and they do? 11 million. But can Long I say shot. something about The Intruder? What? If I yeah. see another Negro run out in the yard with a bat after somebody breaking in their house. I'm gonna lose man, my damn mind. No. This is the third day. Taking your time. ass outside with a bat for. <laughs> where is the gun? <laughs> WGF and J. Where's the gun? And, and where is it, when these black people start buying all these bats? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe the black household too. Where did black folks start buying all these bats? <laughs> okay, but yeah. It was a good uh, movie. It was a good time. movie. I haven't seen it yet. I gotta go check it out. Intruder, eleven men, uh, eleven million. Long shot, ten million. Ugly dolls, eight and a half million. Good movie. Captain Marvel, four point three million. Great movie. Captain Marvel still on that? Yeah. Yeah, four point three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we got some movies to go see. Avengers Endgame. I wanted to, the hype to die down. I like the Avengers, but I just wanted the hype to die down. Shirley, Don't I go heard see about intruders a in an all-black theater. Trust me on this one, okay? Don't. Oh, Don't. okay. Don't. Oh, you saw they intruders talk. in an all-black theater? They talked through the whole damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Don't watch it, girl. Ooh. Don't go in there." <laughs> they had everything you know down. We Jay. do, Jay. You know how we do. You hey, know dog, how I we heard. Do. Hey, dog. Hey, 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 dog. I talked to this white, this white guy. He said, "When I go to movies, I find black people to sit next to." He said, "Because yeah. the commentary is better than the movies." <laughs> the movies. It is. This lady, I was in the movie. The lady yelled out, "They about to have sex because you can tell by the music." <laughs> they just hollered out anything. Wow. <laughs> you can tell by the music they about to have sex. <laughs> they like attention, don't they? Oh, they love it. They love it. Now listen, <laughs> check funny. this out. You know everybody's real serious about the Avengers. They got a, oh, I mean, the yeah, following yeah, is yeah. amazing, right? Uh-huh. Somebody came out of the theater. Yeah. Of course, you got people waiting to go in. Oh, yeah. Somebody came out and yelled what happened at the end and oh. got <gasps> their ass whooped. Man. Well, they have asked people Man. not to give away hey, the ending. Dog. They have asked people not to Man. do that. Yes, yeah, certainly. But I'm talking. Tommy, about did you did you hear the story about the girl that shot her boyfriend because he told the ending? She <laughs> shot I'm it. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> what? I ain't yes. Man, I see that. These she people serious about the events. Well, I mean, <laughs> you remember the people that stayed in the movie theater that was leading up to the Avengers Endgame. Uh-huh. They stayed in the movie theater three days straight watching all of the Avengers from the first one to get ready for Avengers Endgame. Stayed in the theater. That means they had to sit in the seats. They had you to sleep bathed, there. They had to use nothing. Yeah, all of that. No, all of that. I have some fucking movie there. I haven't seen yes. any Avenger movies. I don't. I mean, I saw Iron Man and Spider Man once. Yeah, yeah. Each. I haven't seen all the Spider Mans or all the Iron Mans. Mm-hmm. But oh, I, wow. there's no way I can watch. 
Mm. I saw Black Panther. Oh, of course, yeah. Black Panther is in the Avengers. It's not a sport. I'm messing up everybody. Right? <laughs> Probably watched it on the plane. Right, we got to get out of here. You're going to get your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So when we went to break, we were talking about how it's all over social media, all in the tabloids and everywhere that you and Marjorie were getting a divorce. I don't, and, I don't, I don't, I don't. And I, you have no money. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I do not get it i don't know why people are not happy for one another i just I don't get it anymore man i don't know what people want man do they not want to see nobody make it where did it come from man from anywhere bro the internet is full of lies if you if you get your information off the internet and tabloids you're in trouble yeah, yeah, seriously. But, Steve, I have to say, despite all that, despite all the phone calls we all received about your divorce and everything, you had the best clapback ever. And oh, it was good it enough. Oh, it was funny. Oh, you, you had the best clapback ever. Funny, Can man. we play some of that? And, we have that clip? And, and it was huh. no rehearsal. <laughs> no, it was funny. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> greatness, though. It was greatness, I tell you. My Let's son walked we... up, and we uh-huh. rolled, Let's go. <laughs> That was getting a divorce. I just read that online. Is that true? I heard that too. You leaving me? We got a divorce. You leaving me? I mean, I I read it. Well, but well, so. But if you leaving, when was you gonna tell me? I didn't know I was leaving. <laughs> I just found out I was leaving. I, I just read it online. I read it too. I don't know. I read it somewhere. Well, when they say we're getting a divorce, though? I don't know, Stephen. When are we supposed to be getting one? They said y'all was getting ready to do it right now. Again? They say we broke, too. We ain't got no money. All you got, of it? You got to take all that back. How do I know Y'all got to filter on this where we can change the color where it look like she ain't wearing. See, what you going to do, baby? I mean, I mean we ain't all got money. no money. All the money go. That's what, the, that's what they said. Hold, wait a minute. Hold on. I got to go did, tell did you. Did you spend all of it or I spent all of it? You spent the money. They said you spent all, all of it. You ruined <laughs> us. And I'm going to tell you something else. I got to go talk to this pilot and tell him we got to get the hell out of here because we can't Wait, fly on just, that plane. We just got to the Derby. Yeah, but we got to go now because we ain't got no money for the plane. I'm going to tell the pilot we ain't got no, we, we ain't got no money. But see, see what? How, how, how we going to get home, baby? We got to ride Uber, girl. <laughs> the best clapback ever, Steve. I love we it. We got to ride Uber, girl. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're at the Kentucky Derby balling oh, out. Oh, I mean, letting oh, them man. haters know, we, Steve. Letting now, them now, it. that was Friday night we did the mm. video. This mm. was Saturday, probably in the middle of the divorce. I'm not sure when it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, the uh, last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, um, this is our last break of the day, and um, you wanted to do something special. Uh, All right, I got I, w- I want to say something okay. first, and then I'm going to let my friend talk for a second. Okay. All right, so let's go. Today, I, I want to have uh, a conversation with you all about faith. You know, I think a lot of people don't like talking about faith uh, because for some reason, I, I don't know, man. I just think 
a part of it is political correctness in our society today. I think some people don't talk about faith because uh, so many people are from different faiths. But when I'm talking about faith, I'm merely talking about the belief in, the belief in God. That's all I'm talking about. You know, for whatever your faith is, I'm cool with everybody's faith, man. I'm not that judgmental guy. I'm not the guy that says, if you don't believe what I believe, yours is off base, because that's not true. That's just 100% not true. All faiths are valid. Every faith is valid that is God-based. All of them are valid. You, I don't care if you're Jewish Muslim, Catholic, Protestant, Gentile, Jew, I don't I don't care. I don't care. As long as your faith is God-based, the belief that God is who he is, that's all that matters. I want to talk to you about faith for a minute from the standpoint of what are what are you and God talking about? Cuz man, I've learned so much about faith. A friend of mine sent me a scripture, Psalms 5-3. And it's an important scripture, man, because what it did for me was it taught me something about my faith. Because if you're a person of faith, then you have a relationship with God, and God has a relationship with you, and and he hears you when you cry. And it was sort of ironic because I had started having my morning meditation a few weeks ago. And I just can't even tell you how it has completely changed the outcome of my days. It hasn't stopped anything from happening, but it has changed the way I cope with it and the way I look for it. See, I don't worry about tomorrow anymore. Oh, I'm making plans, but I'm not worrying about tomorrow because I was reading something somewhere that you cannot change by worrying you cannot give yourself one hour of extra life from worrying if you worry you can't add an hour to your life so if by worrying you can't even add an hour of time to your life which is one of the most important things you can have is your time why would you worry about anything else so in the morning when I'm talking to God Psalms 5 and 3 I always ask God in the morning to hear my voice. When I'm praying to you, I'm asking him to hear my voice. And after he hears my voice, then I wait for him with an an expectation that what I cried out for will happen. No doubt, no worry, it is going to happen. Now, it may not happen that day, But since I put in my request with that kind of faith attached to it, God's promises never come back void. God has never told us he would do something for us and he didn't do it. God didn't ever promise something to be so and we found out later on it wasn't. All of God's promises is true. He don't, his word don't come back void. So when you do that, man, you you put your, your, your prayer out there and your meditation, you put it out there with the faith and you look for it expectingly. And that has changed me. Are you discussing your future with God? 
He wants us to make decisions. Now, he would love to be included in the decision-making process. That's the relationship he wants with us. But when God allows you to make a, a decision, a plan, he wants to hear your plan. Sometimes your plan are in line with what he is, and sometimes he needs to make an adjustment. So when you ask God for something, and at the end of it you say, God, let your will be done, then guess what? I may ask for something, but I always tag with, let your will be done. Because if it's not your will, then show me whatever that is. Because his adjustment that he makes is going to be way better than your plan. God's adjustments is better than your plan. And the cool part about it is, is when he makes the adjustment, you're going to agree with it because it's going to be spot on just right. So, J. Anthony Brown, uh, what would you like to say, sir? I'd like to say, please go to the hospital and check yourself out. And I would say, everybody, I need your prayers. Uh, Today, I start my first um, chemotherapy for leukemia. And it's all because I got checked out earlier. It's very important. I think my announcement could help some other people. Yeah. And it's about faith. I have not changed my attitude toward God or my attitude toward faith. I know I'm going to beat this. I know I'm going to kick this in the behind. It's not anything I'm worried about. I have not changed my attitude one bit, one minute, one bit, one iota. I will lick this. So I just want to put that out there. I need your prayers. I start today. Pray for me. Thank you. And that's all I have to say. I hope Come on, prayer warriors. Yeah. 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 Come on. We need you, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of good people out there. We got you in our prayers, man. God going to deliver. Thank you, man. Yeah, he's a healer, boy. All of all things. Of all things. Of all things. So that does it for us this morning. All of y'all that know prayer, um, we need you. Let's go. Let's go to work. Jethy Brown, you're top of the list, pimp. Thank you, man. Let's go. Yeah. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 